Hello, Rural Americans and the rest of the world. I'm Sean, coming to you from the Triple Crown Wrestling Desk, and welcome to another great Sunday. Hey everybody, this is Randy, coming to you from the Lake Cumberland Speedway Desk, just trying to make the world better. I'm Sean. I'm Randy. And this is Rural America. Oh, baby. And we're back. Here we are again. Every week, like it's something we do, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we come back like herpes. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. It's another Rule America outbreak. <laughs> yeah. Oh, excuse me. You all right? Yeah. I've been on a real Western kick here lately, Randy. Oh, with the Yellowstone thing? Yeah, it got me watching all kinds of old, <clears throat> like old movies that I that I have. Uh-huh. I watched uh, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. I watched Fistful of Dollars. <laughs> I watched... Uh, oh, I, got, I, I, I got those on VHS. I just can't get out of it. I don't know what happened. Which I've always been a Western fan. Right. But, yeah, I think it like sparked it back up, my interest. What do you think the best Western is? Oh, man. The best Western ever? Mm. Josie Wales. That's my personal favorite. That's my personal favorite. It's a good one. And opinion. That's for sure. That's a good one. That's just mine. What's yours? I like Josie Wales also. Well, it's actually called The Outlaw, jo- the Outlaw Josie Wales. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, I also like... Uh, Well, I thought in the 90s, Tombstone. Oh, yeah. Tombstone's a good classic right there. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty good one. Say when. Right. Say when. I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah. <laughs> For you youngsters, you'll have to watch that if you don't know. You haven't watched it yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, I also liked uh, uh, Lonesome Dove. Did you watch that one? Yeah, that was a good one, too. But that was a long, like, series of movies. Like, they were, like, four hours long each, and I think there was three of them. Right, yeah. And then they didn't have the same actors and, you know, all of them. But but still, still pretty good. The original cast was awesome. Robert Duvall and Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Yeah, classic movies. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by Rural America. <laughs> I didn't really care for the Robert Duvall Western. I, I can't remember the name of it. What was that one um, in the late 90s? Probably early 2000s, maybe. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it wasn't. Wasn't that good? Yeah, it was all right. It just wasn't as good <clears throat> as uh, like Lonesome Dove. And all right, I got my wife interested in a western the other night. The old uh, Quick and the Dead. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Sharon Stone and Leonardo DiCaprio, Russell Crowe, Gene Hackman. Right, Gene, classic. Gene Hackman. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Yeah, we started watching it, and then she was like, "What is this?" I was like, <laughs> "It's a western." She's like. But this was good. And I was like, 
They're all good. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> she just liked it because of DiCaprio, I bet. Oh, I'm sure, probably. <laughs> what was the other one uh, with... Uh, uh, Clint Eastwood and... And uh, Gene Hackman. Oh, Unforgiven. Yeah, Unforgiven. That's yeah. a good one, too. That's a really good one, too. Yeah. That's another good one. I think that might have been... I might check all these out, people. Yeah, I think uh, I think that was actually uh, Eastwood's last Western that he actually did. Like, I know that he yeah, just I... recently did one, Cry Macho, whatever it is, but I'm not going to watch it. It looks ridiculous. I haven't heard nothing about that. I, I just know... Um... Yeah, I think after that he went to uh what was it? The the uh Ah shoot, what was it? Uh trans or uh Shoot, the car. What the hell? Can't think of the name of it. Uh Oh, Gran Trino. Yeah, Gran Trino. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good movie too. It was good. It wasn't a Western, but no. uh, but it was still good. Yeah, it was, cl- it was pretty then, good. Then after that, he made the baseball movie, and he made... Uh, the boxing movie. Right. Uh, the Mule. Did you ever watch The Mule? The Mule? Yeah. The original? No, 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 no. This is with uh, Eastwood. No, this was with Eastwood <clears throat> also. Well, this is about... This is a true story about uh, an old man who uh, took drugs for the cartel, like... Across Mexican Mexico, oh really? Yeah, no, I didn't see because he was old dude, so nobody really stopped him, bothered him, or anything. Right? <laughs> no, I I didn't see that one, but the original show, The Mule, that was Clint Eastwood also, wasn't? Yeah. Or was it Two Mules for Sister Sarah? Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Um, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Two Mules for Sister Sarah. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite movies of Eastwood's, though, that isn't a Western, is Play Misty for Me. It's hmm. where he dates that psycho lady. It's like the first, uh, you remember Fatal Attraction or Basic Instinct? Mm-hmm. Okay, this was like before those, but like like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was good. Play Misty for Me. I didn't see that one. It was, it's good. I need to buy that one. <laughs> That's how good that one is. I did buy two movies today. Did you? Yeah, I did. I said, screw it. Yeah. Because I can't find them anywhere except on on the line. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) I bought Inglorious Bastards, Tarantino movie. Right. And then um, I bought... Those are all good, too. Yeah, I bought the uh, Magnificent Seven, the newer one with uh, Denzel Washington or whatever. Yeah. Western. I think I think I saw that recorded on my DVR. <clears throat> yeah, good, really good. Mm-hmm. So good. We'll see what the wife has to say. <laughs> She's usually on my ass about DVDs, but what are you gonna do? Well, here's what you're gonna do. What, what are you gonna do when everything? See this. This can go in a whole another direction too. So what are you gonna do when these classic movies like uh, the westerns that they couldn't make today? Um, all these movies they could not make today because cancel culture would just kill it. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do when everything goes digital and then they just stop making the DVDs for it? I think they already. Started. Then you're gonna start coming to people like old Sean. 
And my DVD collection is going to be worth millions. You're going to be burning DVDs <laughs> for people. Yeah. You're going to be selling them for $50 a piece. Yeah, be in prison know. for piracy. <laughs> right. I wonder why they call it piracy. I think that's pretty funny anyway. I should uh I should have a boat. I should build a I should build a car that looks like a ship to pass my DVDs out that I'm going to burn later in life. That way I look like a pirate and then I get arrested for piracy. That way it's really on the news. Bootlegging DVDs. Right. Arr. Arr. <laughs> Did you know the British Army actually in, in uh, enlisted pirates back a long time ago? I don't know, probably what fifteen, sixteen hundreds or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, because they they knew the sea. That's true. So they they kind of took them in, and actually they that's that was their navy at the time. Let me ask you this. Could you imagine sailing across the freaking ocean on one of those old wooden shitty ships? No. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't imagine sailing across the ocean today with with the stuff they have. I would be well, freaking out have, when I couldn't see any land. Well, at least they have <laughs> bars saying. now. Well, that's true. Well, see, that's what happened to me. So I've never been in the ocean before I got married, right? Right. Ever. I've been to the ocean. I never went in the ocean. Right. I was like, not going in there. I don't have any business in there. Right. That's for sea creatures. Mm-hmm. If I feel like getting wet and flopping around, I'll jump in the pool where it's safe. <laughs> might have a little <laughs> piss on me from kids. Big deal. Well, my wife talked me into doing this snorkeling thing uh, off the coast of Key West. So I thought we were going to get on this boat, you know, drive out a little ways. And you're going to get off, flop around in the water for a little bit, and then get back on and come back. No. It took you an hour out. Oh, wow. You couldn't see any land. Is that right? Yeah. And then I got in the ocean. And then, once I was out there, I started panicking. Because I was like, there's nothing around here. <laughs> right. Nothing. There's no land in sight. The only the only life preserve I have is this freaking stupid boat. And what if I end up like those people on... uh that movie where the sh- the the snorkeling place like leaves them because they count counted wrong and I was like oh my oh, god oh yeah so I was the first one back to the boat <laughs> I made sure of it right <laughs> and they had free alcohol on the way back oh well there you go bam I'm not gonna turn down free beer <laughs> right no i I went snorkeling once, which we talked about it on the podcast before, but uh it wasn't uh it wasn't on a boat it was just like right off, right off the shore of Florida, so all right, which was pretty cool, yeah, next time I go snorkeling, it's gonna be in um like a hot tub or something right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of uh like first time I drove down to um uh, you know, uh, shoot, uh, it. uh, anyway, first time I drove to, well, I mean, I've been to Florida when I was a kid and, you know, been to the ocean or whatever, but when I drove down to, uh, 
heck on it. What's the what's this town south of the um all of the um Orlando. No Miami. No, Daytona. No, this is in uh Virginia. Vir- or Virginia, oh, Virginia, Virginia Beach. Beach. Yeah, Virginia Beach. South of the uh all the naval bases, <clears throat> right? Uh first time I drove down there, so we went through this tunnel, we come out. There's like water you know, as far as you can see, the land, I mean, the water is more prevalent than the than the land is, right? right. So yeah. I was thinking the whole time, what the heck's going to happen if we get a big, huge, like, storm, like a hurricane or something like that? I don't know. Where do we go? Yeah. <laughs> where do we go? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm more of a fan of uh, trees and mountains than, yeah, than I, like I am yeah. the the beach my wife knows that too i'm definitely trees and mountains type guy um (laughs) which don't get me wrong it's probably technically more dangerous than the sea because there's birds and cougars and there's all kinds of shit that could screw you up if you went walking in the forest yeah what about the psycho mountain men right and there's like sasquatches (laughs) right well there's that too (laughs) grizzly bears yeah so but yeah i mean i mean uh me personally, looking out at the ocean, it's like it's just water. Mm-hmm. Now, when you when you go to like Colorado or somewhere, and you're looking at the mountains, that's like beautiful, looking. right? Mm-hmm. Just something to look at. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the ocean's all right, but the weather's nice, <clears throat> right? But other than that, no, I'd rather go spend my time in the mountains. Yeah, me too. It's a lot cooler there. Yeah, uh, you just want to, you just don't want to be caught by a. A local guy that's like from Deliverance or something. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> Just Squeal say. like a pig. Right. <laughs> that's another movie, people. Youngsters, yeah. you need to go watch that. Right. <laughs> um, but what's funny, too, is when we got back from the snorkeling thing, we went to, they have like a little aqua um, shit, aquarium place, right, down there. Okay. So as soon as you go up to the front of it, there's this giant hammerhead shark out up front. And it's like, this shark was caught off the coast of Key West, weighing 600 and whatever pounds. I was like, what the hell? Hammerhead shark's over here? And I was just out there in the freaking ocean with no <laughs> land around. <laughs> right. An hour boat ride back to shore. So if you got your leg bit off, you're just screwed. Dude, I'm... Uh, I. I hear I hear this a lot. Uh, the people that like fly on helicopters, or say even the people that do the um, what do they call it, the parachute thing? Oh, like, paraglide or whatever. Yeah, the paraglide thing. They can see the freaking sharks in the water. No, thank you. Going down the beach, <laughs> hanging from that thing, and the helicopters can do the same thing. And then, th- you know, they're like, "Yeah, I'm not going to go out there." <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, shark attacks are still fairly rare, but they do happen. They do happen. No, thank you. But well, that's like uh, the same I wonder, thing. With- I wonder what uh, wonder what the difference is between shark attacks or like dying. Well, like dying from a shark attack or COVID. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Point one percent. Either way, you think <laughs> probably. I don't know. 
I did hear this one time, like uh, the Powerball, you know, if you play the Powerball. Mm-hmm. So your chances of winning the Powerball, like per person in the United States, right. you're more likely to get uh, attacked by a shark in Montana than win the, win the Powerball. <laughs> in Montana? <laughs> yeah, which is never going to happen. You know what I mean? Right. So I just thought that was funny odds. Well, they did say that, yeah, your chances of winning the Powerball is like uh, less likely than, I think it was, you could be struck by lightning twice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which, I mean, technically, yeah, if I win the Powerball, it'd be awesome. I mean, it'd be awesome. Uh, definitely um, buy some land and live off of the road somewhere. Yeah, we could get a better studio. But this one ain't bad. Yeah, this one ain't bad. <laughs> Maybe a little bigger. Right. But just so we could have like a pool table and stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely buy some land though. Right. For sure. Yeah, my grandpa always said they don't make any more of it. No, they don't. I actually found a farm, a ranch, technically. In Montana? No. Oh. It's actually here where we live. Uh-huh. It's for sale right now. Uh, 915 acres. Oh, wow. Yeah. $16 million. Are you serious? Yeah, not kidding. It's got uh-huh. uh, it's got a couple houses. It's got like a main house, then it's got like a little guest house thing, and then it's got like some barns and all that stuff on it. And then most of the land is, uh, most of the land is like, field like a you know for corn beans mm-hmm. plowable land right. so that's probably another reason why it's so expensive probably if it was a bunch of woods it probably wouldn't be half that right so yeah yeah but, send, uh, technically me i'd rather have the woods right well send that leak to my little brother He'll, he might buy it yeah <laughs> he's 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 buying on everything. Like, we're looking, rural America's looking for a loan, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're going to make our podcast super rural. Right in the middle of our 915 acres. How <laughs> <laughs> much do you think it costs to run power out there? We'd have to take a generator out there. No, we're just going to live off the grid. Go out there. There we go. You think you could live off the land, Randy? Off the land? <clears throat> like, if you got, let's no. let's just say... <laughs> You were in a plane crash in the middle of Alaska. You're talking like 100 miles each direction before you would reach anybody. You think you could survive until you could reach somebody? Like living off the land? You think that you'd just be like, yeah, I'm going to succumb to my, succumb to the elements. I don't know. I, 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 I think I would try it for sure. Of course, that's what you do. Uh, I think I got some kind of things I could, you know, you know, bring to it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, but you're saying a hundred miles each direction. I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. I <clears throat> mean, to be honest with you, I really don't know. I mean, that would be like a once in a lifetime thing. I would think. And then it would be, it would be a major accomplishment accomplishment if you did that like those people that you know what what was it uh 
the movie about the plane that went down and they was eating everybody. Oh, uh, yeah, the Chili Mountains, the mountains of Chili. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What was um, alive, well, yeah, alive. The alive. movie, yeah. yeah, alive's the name of the movie. True story too. That's right. They had to eat the dead. Yeah, I mean, they just did what they had to do, right? I mean, I guess a person could do that, but I mean, my gosh, if you're in Alaska, what's your chances of getting eaten by a bear? A lot. Or a mountain lion or something. Wolves. Right. Or just succumbing to the elements. Right, yeah. That's pretty harsh up there. So, I mean, yeah, I don't... I'm, I'm not saying I'm no survivalist, for sure. As far as, like, if it came to that. Right. I'm not either. I, I would I would definitely try as hard as I could. I I might last a while, but I, I don't know if I'd last as long. Uh, uh, I would uh, last until I starved to death. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's another thing, right? So if you eat, like, game all the time, right, you don't have any fat because right. everything's lean. Yeah. So if even even if you do get uh, game, like game meats or whatever, you're you're still going to starve to death because you're not getting any fat. Right. Yeah. You would have to eat. Uh, you would have to find something with fat on it. Right. Like you'd have to kill an elk or something like that. And I just don't know if it, uh, even the elk is lean. Well, it's lean, but but I'm, it still has a little fat. I just uh, I don't think if I don't believe man. Okay. I'm sure there's people out there for sure, so I don't want to get, I don't want to say this out of context. I'm sure there's people out there that could go out there and live just fine because they can do that. Most men aren't going to get dropped off somewhere with nothing and be able to live. Not going to happen. You're not going to go kill some elk by jumping on its back, trying to stab it to death or something stupid. (laughs) Okay, on that point. Uh, have you ever watched the movie or the TV show Alone? I know we've talked about it before. I don't think so. It's actually pretty good. Like, they drop these people off in the middle of, like, Upper Canada. Like, up by... Like it's a TV show? hmm So it's not like a... It's like a reality show type thing? Yeah, it's okay. a reality show. And, and Well, originally, you were supposed to last 100 days. But then, like, the last couple seasons, they were like, whoever lasts the longest. Right. So if if you go back, if you go past 100 days, if there's more than one person, then, you know, it's actually pretty good. I think I'd get, I think I'd die. I, I will say, if you, you ought to watch that. Oh, okay, so. I think I'd die only because. Uh, you don't when die you, when you put me in a situation where it's like you're competing, right? You're not really competing. You're only trying to last longer than the other person. Yeah, well, I would. The only way that I wouldn't be is if I died. <laughs> well, see, you get you have a satellite phone, so, so I wouldn't call. All you all you have to do is they call it tapping out. So you just all you just have to call this number. And then you say, I'm tapping out. Rule America, don't tap out. Well, I don't know, man. Sean wouldn't tap out. I'm telling you, you, you ought to watch that show because there's a lot of, there's even been uh, some people that were like, you know, Native American or, or, right. or well, or Native can't, you know. I'd rather die. 
<laughs> than do that? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just part of my mentality. Like, uh, Well, here's the thing. Even right? when it comes to like, working, right? But, but if, if you, I see somebody working harder than I'm working, it pisses me off. Right. And then I'm like, I got to step my game up, dude. And then I'll start like cramming shit. And it's like, this dude's 23 and I'm almost 40. What the fuck am I doing here? Right. <laughs> but, well, I will say on this show. So if you watch that show, there's been, well, you know, I've watched... I've watched a couple seasons of it. I haven't watched all of them, but I've watched a couple seasons of it. Anyway, there's like been this, these people have this really good setup, like a cabin they built from hand, or even this one dude had a, um, he had like, uh, he found this formation in the earth where it was like a indention in the earth. Right. So he just put a roof over it and then made a, a, a... Oh, like a little shelter or something? Yeah, yeah, in there. And then, but what happens, normally what happens is when they, when they, uh, you know, decide to tap out, is what they call it. Right. What happens is uh, their shelter catches on fire. Oh, really? And then they're, like, screwed after that. Because, yeah, because they're, you know, they're burning wood and the... You know, they right. made a fireplace, they're burning wood, and it catches the roof on fire, or whatever. You know, it happens, I don't know, several times. Uh, this one dude tapped out one time because he lost his fire striker because they give him, like, a... Oh, they give you stuff? Well, you can take so much stuff, I think. Uh, Two things I would take would be... I think you, you got a limit. Right. I would take rice... Bacon grease, <laughs> rice and bacon grease, would be two of my things on my list. Well, I think you got you get like I, I don't know what it was, eight or nine things you can take, and most of them take like a tarp, and they take uh, they make they take a striker for fire, they take uh, an axe or something like that or a saw, uh, you know what I'm saying? So right. you know what I'm saying? You you can only take a few things. Like eight or nine things, but here's what happened: this one dude lost his fire striker, and then he tapped out right away because he's like, "I don't, I don't, I can't make fire. I don't, to, I don't know how to make fire without that." So, well, I've actually watched people uh, on TV and and via YouTube uh, where they do it the old school way, where you like do you you make the stick and then you make the thing where you're like like on the castaway with Tom Hanks. And you're trying to do that, right? I guess it's like one of the hardest things to do, actually. It is. You ever tried to do it? Hell no. No, me, a lighter. me either. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> yeah, if you if you don't know how to do that, I know you're how. screwed. It's just, yeah, but have, do you really know you how? You have to do it. Yeah, you have to, or you're going to die. All right. And that'd be me. Find Sean frozen to death. <laughs> Stick in his hand. <laughs> All right. And a note. I wasn't giving up. <laughs> Hashtag rule America. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, I'll do the podcast with Stacy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure she'd just come on here and talk about how dumb as shit I am for <laughs> not tapping out. <laughs> I just have a hard time uh, just giving up. Uh, I've also never been in a situation where you're 
actually getting ready to die, die. Right. So that might change your perspective if you have oh, a phone sure. and you I'm, can just be like, help me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it would change your perspective. How cool would it be, though, if you knew all those things? Like mountain men back in the day and stuff. That there, would be really okay, cool. Well, there's people that actually do know how to do that stuff. Right, today. Uh, uh, well, no, I'm saying on this show, actually. But the thing of it is, like, when they go out there, the the wood is too wet, like, too moist because it's the <clears throat> season or whatever. Right. They can't get a dry piece of wood, you know what I'm saying, to do it. But they know how to do it. They just can't do it. Fritos. Right, but you can't take Fritos. I well, you I say mean, you could take nine things. Well, you can take a few things. Want yeah. ten pounds of Fritos. No, you can't take that many. You well, this is horse shit. You might take a bag. <laughs> <laughs> Cheetos, same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the most flammable things on Earth, people, is chips. Right. Just saying. In case you're ever caught in a situation and you can't start a fire uh, because, like, you know, and you have some chips on you. Plus, they're tasty. Yeah. So you, they're, <laughs> yeah, it's like a double whammy. Right. You got a treat and a fire source. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I See, that's the stuff I think about, like, uh, when, uh, like, the stuff going on with Russia or China or wherever, and, like, something major catastrophic happened where, like, all the power grid went down and, like, all this shit started happening. That would be a really good time to know those things. Right. Because you would be able to easily... It wouldn't be easy, but it would be easier than most people to survive. If you knew those survivalist skills. Right, well, yeah, I've watched... I've watched several shows. Like, I used to watch Survivor Man. I used to watch Bear Grylls, you know. Um, Fuck Bear Grylls. Yeah, I know. I, I know. He's, they just all go back to their hotels at night. Yeah, I know. That's <sighs> crap. But he just he does have some good points here and there. But anyway, uh, I know what you're saying. Sorry, man, was a better one. Um, yeah, I've watched those shows, and, and then watching alone. You know, those people do it. You can do it. Even I used to watch uh, Alaska: The Last Frontier. Well, here's the funny thing. I also thing. used to watch, uh, what was the other one? Um, uh, there was another one that was uh, Alaska-based. Um, shoot, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, it was a pretty good one, too. And they did a lot of that stuff. But, uh, but they were, like, I think they were, like, you know, um, part of the, like, native... I mean, you know, most of them were partially the native people or right. whatever. So they they had the right to, like, fish and hunt all the time and right. not just during hunting season or fishing season or whatever. Right. But, uh... Well, here's the funniest thing, right? Okay. So, it's only been a couple hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's what people did all the time. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That we've lost, like, all them skills in just a couple hundred years. Yeah. Not everyone. Don't get me wrong. But I would say 90% of the population doesn't know what 
even how to start a fucking fire without a lighter and like paper bags and oil right. or, you know, mm. gas and whatever. Like right. you're just not going to go out there and just whip up a fire. <clears throat> Isn't that weird? Yeah. It is kind of weird. Cavemen started, started that. Right. Bunch of Neanderthals. Yeah. They figured it out. Yeah. Maybe and now here we are. Maybe they were smarter than us. You know what? Sometimes I think that <laughs> they were. We yeah. just don't give them credit. Right. Like, you know, them stupid commercials they used to have, so easy a caveman can do it. Yeah. It's like, well, so easy no one can start a fire. <laughs> 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 Except for the caveman over there. Yeah. I don't know. Not only that, they, you know. I don't know, maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe we did lose it all. The, uh, and they did, uh, yeah, they started fires all the time. And uh, it was actually, you know, that's why we kept going, right? I guess. Well, yeah. Uh, isn't that the whole thing? Like, we started eating, like, uh, you know, meat and all that and getting all the protein and stuff we needed. And that's how we developed, right? I don't know. There's a theory on that. There's theory for everything, though. You know what the funniest thing is? Is no one knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> no one knows at all. Could have been uh, extraterrestrial activity. Yeah. Could have been... Could have been time travelers. We don't know anything. Could have been uh, people eating mushrooms. Could have been. I wonder if Native Americans used to trip on mushrooms. I bet they did. I think I think that's been proven. They know what they're doing. They know maybe, have maybe, not, maybe not Native Americans, but uh, I think uh, our, uh, you know... Ancestors from long, long ago, like even in other countries. Right. Yeah. They, that's been proven, I think. I th- you know, with the writings and stuff that they had. And right. All that. Tell me if you think I'm wrong on this. Okay. Okay. Just saying. Human beings as one entity, right? Because every person is a human being. We're all just mammals. Well, yeah, we're all just animals, right? Right. We're just animals that evolved to mm-hmm. build houses and make things, make things, and drive cars and do all right. this shit we do. Mm-hmm. You think there's going to be a time where we just get wiped out of here because we're just another thing, and then we're going to be like the dinosaurs, and then like some other thing's going to find us thousands or millions of years later and be like, the hell. What are these people talking about? You ever think that? Yeah. I think it's actually going to happen. Well, yeah, it's definitely going to happen at some point. It's going to eventually happen. And not from global warming, neither. No, it'll be a meteor or a... Nuclear war. Explosion from a freaking, like, Yellowstone or something like that. Right. It'll be something like that. Bring it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not ready for that. I'm ready for anything. Not really. 
You know the movie uh, 2012 when Yellowstone blows up? Yeah. I talked to a few people, and they said they didn't like that movie, and they're like, dude, it just, there's no way. Like, it was just all, it's way too fake. And it's like, well, that's how it would be. If Yellowstone blew up, it'd be like nothing you've ever seen before. <laughs> yeah. All right? It's past due already. Well, according to... Scientists. Scientists. Who? Fauci? <laughs> He's science, man. I know. Maybe we should ask him about that in a news pref- uh, conference. Be like, hey, I have a question. It's not about COVID. When's Yellowstone going to erupt? Right. <laughs> He'll be like, well, as long as we put... Eight masks on, 16 condoms, and rubber boots will be fine. <laughs> Take seven shots. Yeah, 18 shots. No, uh, I don't know, but um, I know I did I did listen to a podcast, and a guy said that uh, they think the last time Yellowstone blew, it might have been because it had a direct hit from a meteor from, you know, outer space. Right. Maybe it wasn't as big as, like, what we'd had before, but he was saying that uh, he thought maybe it was a maybe a smaller one, but it just caused it to react and go off. Right. I mean, me personally, I'm not naive enough to believe that we are the only beings in the entire, like, universe. Yeah, because the universe is huge. We live in a little tiny galaxy. Tiny. We've already discovered other galaxies that are light years away. We'll never be able to go there. Well, what's over there? We have no idea. Right. I just think it's it's naive to believe that you know we're here on this planet and there's no other planet anywhere in the whole entire universe that doesn't have some kind of life to it at all. Well, there I'm, has to be. I'm sure there is some somewhere that has some kind of life. However, uh, I just don't know if there's. Uh, I don't know. The human species is kind of a weird thing that developed, and I just wonder if there's, you know, any intelligent life out there. I mean, okay, so you take chimps, right? They're they're fairly smart. Right. And actually, if you had those on another planet or something like that, yeah, they they might develop into what we are. I don't know. That's uh, according to Planet of the Apes. According to you know the um, evolutionists, that's what happened <clears throat> with us. But um, you know, chimps are actually smart, and they can actually do sign language. They can do you know a bunch of stuff to communicate with humans right. and all that. And they can also kill you. Real quick. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but anyway, no, what I'm getting at is uh, I just don't know on another planet. We Like, for example, we don't know, even if there is life on another planet, we don't know how that life is based. I mean, could be like us or could be a totally different way. Maybe 
Maybe they breathe, you know, carbon monoxide. Yeah, who knows? You know, uh, you know, we just don't know. And we just, <clears throat> I, I just, I don't know. It'd be, uh, I mean, probably, I don't know, if if the Earth survives uh, thousands of years from now, maybe we will find something somewhere. Right. I think I, the, I still don't know. <clears throat> I still don't know if that would be intelligent life. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. I think the Earth's definitely going to be here for a while. That, as far as like the Earth as a whole, I just don't think we're going to be here because we're going to screw it up. And what's what I find really weird is like we started screwing it up only like six, seven hundred years ago. Just started trashing it. It's just very odd to me. Well, if if if, if you think like that, you might be one of those people that think that there's too many people. I don't think that there's too many people, but okay, so I'll tell you this. I um which I'm not saying anything about that. I don't think the show's like an eye opening show and it's a life changer or anything like that. But Yellowstone, right? They have a really good line in that movie or in that show. Mm -hmm. And it says that people stopped living with the land and they started living on it. Right. And that's totally true. Yeah. And when they said that, I thought, yeah, that is totally true. Yeah. We just live on here now instead of living with nature. And that's what, that's when we started ruining it. Yeah. I agree with you. And especially America, technically. Yeah. Because we, you know how much shit we waste? No, I know. You know what I mean? Like water and food and. Yeah, how many. It's like, oh, here's some leftovers. I'll just throw that in trash. I'm not into that tonight. Yeah, how many, uh, how many masks are in the ocean now? COVID masks. Oh, shit. I don't even want to know. Uh, I heard, yeah, I heard a bunch. Oh, I'm sure. It's it's actually getting as bad as the freaking plastic straws, I think. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just find, I find life interesting and I find myself uh, sometimes questioning like if I was born in the wrong century. You know what I mean? I Sometimes to, I think I should have been born back in the 1800s, and I probably would. I, I don't know if I would have enjoyed life, because I'm sure it was obviously a lot harder. Oh, well, yeah. But as far as, like, the way I think things should be, as far as, like, preserving, trying to preserve things. I used to think the same thing when I was younger. The thing about that is, is uh, you can always, everybody can always do that. They can always point back to another point in time or say, well, maybe I should have been born, you know, 70 years from now or whatever, uh, whatever. Oh, God, no. But what I'm saying, (laughs) I'm I'm just saying that uh, you just got to got to deal with what you're dealt. Right. So what do you think the world's going to look like in 100 years? Okay, I don't want to say the world. What do you think the United States are going to look like in 100 years from now? 
Well, it's going to be about seven degrees warmer. Oh cor- man! According to the climate scientists. Oh, oh, please don't! I'd hate for it to be, uh, you know, seven degrees when I go outside in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of winter. That's what cracks me up. Like, you know, seven degrees warmer in the winter time. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Summertime, that yeah, it's going to suck. Mm-hmm. But what are you going to do? Right. You think if we killed everybody on Earth that it would prevent global warming? I don't. I don't know. I don't think it even slow it down. I I I, I know that. Uh, what is what is his name? Uh, Genghis Khan. Right. Killed like twenty five percent of the people in the world during his run. Right. And he actually changed the. Um, what do they call it? The carbon footprint. Yeah, carbon footprint of the world by doing that. Good for him. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. I don't know, man. I guess we just got to deal with what we got. So let's let's just say I'm sure in our lifetimes nothing's going to change terribly bad. Uh, maybe, Unless Yellowstone blows. Right. Well, no, that's for sure. Uh, if we have, uh, yeah, you know, we may, be, we may have to, Buy electric cars eventually when we get older, but I mean, if that's what we got to do. It's what we got to do. I don't know, but uh, don't really see that happening in my lifetime. I don't think, but I mean, it's possible. Uh, not only that, that'd probably be the hardest thing for us. I think everything else is just going to go. According to plan, unless, like you said, Yellowstone blows, or, or Russia invades Ukraine, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which it doesn't look like it's going to happen now. Um, did you actually see the speech Biden gave last night? I think it was last night no, or whatever. It. But uh, I, I ended up reading it. Um, I didn't watch it, but he said basically, if if Russia does invade Ukraine. Then Americans are going to see increases in energy prices and all this. Stuff. And I was like, well, it's, all, it's already here. Yeah. What are you? I don't even know what you're talking about, sir. No, no. Gas is up. So what are you going to do about it? You're going to. He's not going to do anything. You're going to start a new pipeline or are you going to open the pipeline back yeah, you're up? Open that yeah. back, a bitch back up. Right. No, no, you're not. No. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I seen an article today. I, I thought about sending it to you, but I didn't. But uh, it said something about, you know, after we had talked about, you know, Russia had withdrawn most of the troops back to the bases or whatever. Well, now they don't know if they're doing that. Well, I know. Yeah, I heard that. That's why that's what I was going to say is I seen another article saying, so the UK is saying if they invade Ukraine, they're going to, you know, have massive sanctions against them or whatever. And then I seen an article today that said that uh, if UK uh, puts sanctions on on Russia, then he's get he's making a plan right now to counteract that. Right. 
I don't well, know. Well, here's what cracks me up. To to reha- retaliate, I guess. Right. We have enough resources here to last between 100 and 400 years, right? Supposedly. So. I don't know. Who knows, really? Why, why are we not? And then why not open the pipeline and then we have more? That's what drives me crazy. <clears throat> and what what really pisses me off about the whole situation or whatever is literally he went from shutting our pipeline down to going overseas and opening and helping the, yeah, and yeah. opening <laughs> one from Russia to Germany or yeah. whatever. And it's like, right. are, what? Yeah, I know. What is going on here? And who does that? It just blows my mind. It's like you don't give a shit about the environment, man. You're just, you're just, you know, you're just some whatever's in your country at the time. He's that's trying, cool. Trying to get political points. Yeah, fuck his political points. He's a fucking idiot. That's like three or four times I've said <laughs> f word. Sorry, but it's, it's starting to agitate me. Like, because nothing's making sense, and with nothing makes sense, it, it, it irritates me. Right. It's like, man, we got to cut down on gas emissions and all this stuff as I fly in my private jet to wherever. Exactly. <laughs> it's like if you really cared about the environment, like you you want to pretend to everybody so you can get your votes, then you wouldn't fly. Yeah. You'd be in an electric car, stopping at all these places, charging mm-hmm. your thing up for your campaigns, and showing everybody how super green you are. Right. That's what you'd be doing. I, I still don't know how they're going to do planes, right? How's Never. That, how's Never going to happen. I'm not going to be the first one to try it. I'll no, tell you that. No, me either. I will say this, though. Uh, uh, Biden, right? So, speaking of him, the mo- the majority of Democrats want another candidate for president in 2024. Great. Tulsa Gabbard. No, wait, wait. Fifty-one percent of Democrats say that. Yeah. Okay, so forty-five percent say uh, that they want Biden back. But I'm just saying Democrats only. Well, then he must be paying them something ridiculous. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing, right? So on that point also, so the Republicans are split. 50-50 on Trump. No. Here's the thing. The 50% Trump has, they're going to vote for him. Oh, you know, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The 45% Biden has, they may vote for him or they may not. Right. You know, he has no... Well, the way it looks, I wouldn't vote for him. No, right. Um, Trump, ah, man. Um... I want somebody else to run. I'm just saying, like I don't care. I don't care if Trump's. Uh, I want. Um, I want financially. You know, donates to them and right, whatever. But uh, I mean, Trump's Trump's going to be eighty uh, something then too. Right. He's only two years younger than Biden, I think. Right. But, so yeah, I know what you're saying. Same thing. I would rather have. Two new candidates, but now they're talking about uh, what's his name from Florida? Yeah, 
DeSantis. DeSantis, yeah. yeah. They're talking about him for a Republican. <sighs> I don't know what they're talking about on Democrats. They don't even know what to do on the Democrat side because, you know, Kamala Harris should be the next one in line, but she she has even worse numbers than Biden. Well, so. yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I heard um, Mike Pence might try to run. Oh, is a Republican? Yeah. I doubt it. Which if he does, he'll he'll get slaughtered. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he won't make it. Uh DeSantis from Florida, uh he has a lot Maybe. of he has a lot of good He's definitely okay, so as far as his stance now, he's definitely been no mandates. Mm-hmm. Which I agree. Um and all that, but we need somebody in there that's for only the Constitution, period. What's good for here, period. Right. Not what's good for my pocket plus the Chinese pocket right. plus these other countries' pockets. Right. We, we need somebody that's like, yeah, this is our pocket. This is America's pocket, and we're going to do what we need. Open up the pipeline. Bam. Energy sufficient. Screw you guys. We don't need your shit. Moving on. Oh, you're building chips in China and you're shortness? That's fine. We'll just build our own chips here. We're opening up a factory. Is a cell phone instead of costing a thousand dollars going to cost thirteen hundred? Ooh, you're not going to pay thirteen hundred dollars. You're not going to pay an extra three hundred dollars to get your cell phone? Yeah, you will. Guarantee you will. Well, I'm sure a lot of people would, but there's also cheap people that won't. But on that point, I know what you're saying. Uh, but you're talking libertarian stuff right now. Right. But problem with libertarian, you still got to have some structure. Like, you still got to have the fire department and the police and the, you know, the ambulances and, you know, all that stuff. Well, that's taxes. Yeah, that's taxes. What I'm saying is, is libertarians don't want to have any taxes at all. They just, nah, you got to have taxes to pay for certain stuff. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, you can look at the same way with the unions and stuff. Right. Nobody's going to volunteer to be running into fires or running into gunfire. Just right. not going to happen. Right. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we could do to fix everything here. The problem is, is like a lot of people think that we're not going to pay for it. But we will. If you ban chips from China and you open up a factory in the United States that makes the chips, what are you going to do? Not buy a phone? Not buy a car? No, you're still going to buy it. Right. You're still going to do it. Well, I will say this. And I don't understand how in the hell it costs more to build them here, except for wages. I understand that. Because, you know, the Chinese are making... 10 cents on the dollar and then they're being forced to live at the factory camps and whatever. Right. But you still got to ship them all over here. Yeah. Yeah. On that point. Okay. So, well, okay. So on that point, you just said the chip thing, they have, as far as I know, they're opening, opening up at least two factories that I know of. In the United States to make chips. But it's going to take probably, what, 10 years before they get any production going. Like, real production. Okay, 
Here's the thing, also. What you were saying. I just heard this today, also. So, do you know how much it costs to ship a couch from China in the 1990s? No. To the United States? No. $50. Okay. You know how much it costs today? No. $500. Okay. So, why aren't we building them here? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I, and... That's what I'm saying. That's what's what's that's what's going to happen. Uh, uh, you know, that's going to happen <clears throat> eventually. Right. But it, you know, we're just slowly trying to right. get back to what we were doing. Well, and, you know, just is, like I said, they they have. I know for a fact there's a plant in Texas that's opening up, and there's a. I think there's another plant on the East Coast somewhere. Can't remember where it was. They're supposed to be opening up, making the uh, microchips. Right. Uh, there's a plant in Shelbyville, Indiana, right now. Any cabin you've probably stayed in, in Tennessee, Kentucky, like a rental cabin type place, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's where that furniture came from. Hmm. You know how I know that? I don't know. Because I worked there when I was 18. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they make a... They have all the wood shipped there. They they have the dowel rods, like you know the old the bark still on the bed frames when right. they ship them out. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's expensive shit. Don't get me wrong. It costs you about four hundred dollars for a rocking chair. All right, but uh, yeah, I mean that's that's made here. And I I know a lot of people that listen to us don't know where the hell Shelbyville, Indiana is, but Google it. It's a tiny little shit town. In the middle of Indiana. Right. Just saying. Right. If they can do that, then somebody else can make a microchip. Come on. Yeah, well, I mean, it's going to happen eventually. I mean, I think we've figured that out with COVID stuff, that we can't get all of our stuff from China. And I think... Well, we're going to have to start growing grain, it looks like, too. More grain. We grow grain. More grain. We, we've been shipping it out to China for years. Yeah, well, they're holding it. Right. Well, I don't know. I don't get that either. Why are we shipping our shit out, all of our stuff out? It's strange to me. Well, that's kind of bugs me, too, as far as the oil goes, right? So we produce oil here. Yeah, and then but, we ship it out. Yes. It instead all go- of using it. It all goes on the global market, <clears throat> so it just... It's involved with the regular, whatever, uh, world prices of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Why not just keep it all here? Yeah. If China wants to hoard their grain, why can't we hoard oil? Just saying. Okay, but I think we produce more grain than they do. Well, then we hold it all. See where the world goes then. Yeah. See who the biggest power in the world is then. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, guess what? We're back to being America. That's who we're back to being. Number one grain, number one oil, number one source. Instead, we just ship it all over like it's like it doesn't mean shit. And then everybody else hoards it. And then we're, you know, we're sitting here paying $25 for five pounds of hamburger. Right. Get out of here. Ridiculous. All right, you want to take a break, Randy? Sure. Starting to get agitated. Okay. I need a cigarette. All right. (laughs) Bastards.
This is where uh, globalism comes into place. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? Yeah. Instead of just us not doing shit for here, it's oh no, we got to do it for everybody because we're America. Yeah. We got to take care of the whole world. Well, nobody gives a shit about us. I don't. Right. I'll never understand that reason of thinking. It's like the word the Santa Claus of the world. It drives me crazy. <laughs> right. So the, the new reset, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's nuts. But all right. Well, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be back with more uh, stories and shit to tell you guys about, and maybe one of us will end up as old Jed shooting a rabbit and hitting some oil. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back. Wait a minute. If I was a porn commentator, that's the voice I would use. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Look how he gets all deep like in that. I'd be canceled for sure. <laughs> well, yeah, hell, we might be canceled just for that. Could be. Yeah, P, Randy? No. You sure? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say I can keep everybody busy for a little bit. <laughs> I'm good. All right. Let's play a little clip, because I haven't even listened to this, but the headline is, he never gives a straightforward answer. I haven't even had a chance to listen to this, but I bet it's good. So do you think that the local politics, when it comes to these kinds of mandates, are overriding the science, or largely no? Well, I, I, Hallie, I wouldn't say it's the politics. I think it's, it's, it's the different uh, evaluation of what's right for a particular community. I mean, you were, you, we use the word politics. I'm not so sure it's that. I just think at the local level, there's a strong feeling of needing to get back to normality. Now, if you look at the science of it, I mean, the direction is going in the right direction. Are we there yet in every single place throughout the country? I don't believe so. But there are some places that are looking at what the trajectory is and saying, let's go with it. It's likely going to continue to go down. Let me ask you about spaces that are under federal jurisdiction. I'm thinking of planes, for example. I believe that mass mandate is set to expire the middle of the next month. What recommendation do you anticipate making to President Biden when it comes time to either extend that mandate or close it out? Where do you think we are? You know, Hallie, I don't want to get ahead of the decision-making process because a lot of it is going to depend on what I mentioned just a moment ago, namely the trajectory of that downward dynamic. Because if things start plateauing and going up, which I, I don't think they will. I hope they won't. But we want to make sure that when we make a decision, it's based on the science as we see it at that time. And it continues to change. Fortunately, fortunately for us, it's going in the right direction right now. And I think when the time comes for any kind of a policy decision to be made, it will be based on the data as it is. So why don't we just hold okay. off before we make any predictions about that? It's over. Well, I know it's it's finally. It's, didn't I tell you? I know. Whenever, thank God. Whenever the UK came out and said they were stopping 
everything. Right. You did say this, and you were correct. And then this just confirms it, though, because now, before this dude, Fauci, would have definitely said, no, we need masks, we need this, we need that. And now it's like, oh, well, based on the regions of, you know. Well, I think it's because (laughs) a lot of Democratic states come out and cancel all their crap, too. Well, one, I think they only did that because they want to get reelected. Right. That's why. Yeah. And they're looking at the midterms. The right. 2022 midterms. Yeah. And they're looking at the polls and they're saying, oh, well. Yeah. Maybe we need to change our policy on this stuff. Right. And they're but, changing the whole policy on COVID as well. Because Fauci's will, done said that we only need shots <coughs> maybe every five years now or right, whatever. I, and I it's it, it's just like, dude. It, I heard that too before, but... Uh, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's just, they're gone. We've been over it for, what, a year and a half now, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, get out of here. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, the government, I don't, well, the governments worldwide, Blew this thing way out of proportion is what they did. Yeah. Did it kill a lot of people? Sure. Did it kill a lot of people that didn't die from COVID? Absolutely. Right. You didn't get in a car wreck or ate by a shark or get wrapped up in a tornado, test positive for COVID, and then die of COVID. It's not what happened. Yeah, that's another thing, right? So, yeah, yeah, that was all just money, greed, right there. Well, I, I will say this on that point. So, Canada invokes emergency. Have you heard this? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, okay, the Emergencies Act, which has never been invoked by a prime minister in Canada ever, which they've had that in their thing forever. But they're doing it to get rid of the uh, trucker protests. Well, what I say and, is... And you know that... Okay, so so this is what it involves, right? So, so they're trying to get rid of the trucker protests... Of course, they shut down the bridges, and then it shut down a bunch of uh, plants here in the United States, which was car plants, mo- mostly in Detroit, I think. That's fine. We can't get the chips anyway. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, this is the first Canadian prime minister to ever invoke that, right? And with this law... They can freeze accounts. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And they can also impound your vehicles and take them and suspend your license for life. So, and we're talking about something that happened that had very few arrests. Right. And they still won't do away with their stuff in Canada. Well, so how many tow trucks are in Canada, Randy? Well, I'm just saying, I don't know. uh, To our Canadian friends, man, I feel for you. 
I mean, yeah, in, yeah, in, shit in, 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 rural, in rural America, we're we're doing all right. Uh, as far as you guys go, I feel for you. I know, I know, a lot of that stuff had a, a major support from most of the Canadian residents because you know they like to follow the rules, right. most of them. But there was, you know, few that didn't, and they they. They build them as uh, right wing extre- uh, extre- extremists, <clears throat> and you know had different views or whatever. Even though most of them was vaccinated anyway, you know what I'm saying, right? Well, what about the extremists of like you know doing this crap, right? Making people, uh, which mean you've been vaccinated, right? But we weren't forced to. Right. I think if we would have, like, people would have sat us down and told us, like, you're getting vaccinated. I think me and you would have both been like, fuck if we are. Right. (laughs) Well, I will say this, though, also in Canada. Right. So even the truckers, right, like 90 some percent of them are vaccinated anyway. But they're just standing up for the rights. Yeah. Of the, you know. How the protesters? Yeah, I, I, well, here's my thing too. What other job are you in total solitude? Right, you're alone. Right, as a trucker. Mm-hmm. Why do you need a mask or a, a vaccine at all? You're not doing anything. Half the truckers don't do shit as far as like un, the unloading of the project or the product or yeah, whatever. Yeah, most you know? of them don't, but there, there's a few that do. Yeah, actually, I'm sure there is yeah. a few. But like, you know, most of them were backing up to a door. There's a forklift going in there, unloading their crap, and then they're off on their way to the next load. Right. So I don't understand that at all. I don't either. Canada needs, Prime Minister needs to get his shit together. Yeah. Um see when when whenever um whenever they invoked that uh we call it the emergencies act or whatever up there. So uh, is that basically like martial law here? It's not technically the or like same a state of emergency it's or something. Kind of mm-hmm. like that, yeah. It's not exactly the same thing as martial law, but it it is where they can you know, like I said, freeze accounts. Which, that would never happen here, though. That'd be unconstitutional. I would think so, but hope not. But anyway, see, like, most of the funds that they got, right? You, you know, because we talked about it before, that, uh, what was it? Uh, um, GoFundMe, right? They, they froze their accounts before right. and then they got a lot of pushback and then then they kind of caved to it and then um I think they came back again after this thing came out and All right. they were freezing accounts again. I hope none of these truckers move one inch. Well I think uh a lot of the a lot mm. of the a lot of the providences in Canada has actually walked back to some of their COVID rules. So just get rid of them. I think they're they're uh, trying to appease them, but still go after them. 
is what I think is what it is. I mean, I yeah. There's more people that want to live their life than there are afraid of COVID. Right. In the war, the whole world, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Right. Let let people make their own choice. You want to hide in your house? Go ahead. You want to come out? Go ahead. Yeah. Why is it this the mandates and all this other extra shit you have to try to impede on people for absolutely no reason? Because you're scared. All right. It's almost like the HIV thing. Yeah. Oh God. At the beginning. Don't yeah. yeah. Oh, you can't shake his hand. He has AIDS. And come to find out, you can shake their hand. You can kiss them. You can do whatever you want, basically, except for, you know, have sex. Right. I mean, this shit's out of hand. Governments have been wrong more times than not. Yeah. About everything. Yeah. Everywhere. I agree with you there. That's the problem, man. That's the biggest problem. We've let the governments get too big. Right. Especially here in the States, like us. Like, you take this shit back to 150 years ago and let them be like, you can't travel, you can't do this, you can't do that, and then been like, yeah, (laughs) watch me. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Watch us. But, like we always say on the show, hard times make hard men and easy times make weak men, right? Yep. There we go. That's what happens. I don't know. Maybe you think we'll get some hard men out of this? No. We got the guy drinking strawberry (laughs) vegan milk. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Out of this whole situation. Yeah, you're probably right about that. I mean, none of this crazy shit started happening until COVID. That's what kills me. Mm-hmm. None of this cancel culture stuff started happening. None no, of this... it was uh, cancel culture started what about five years ago. Well, yeah, but they didn't have any leverage on. Uh, you know, everybody yeah, was just yeah, like, got, "Get the hell out of here!" It got a lot of worse. You know, yeah, piss, it got a lot piss of, on a you. Lot worse, yeah. And then all this like uh, all this like racial, you know, race racial stuff has always been there, but as far as like ramped up to the to the, to the place mind. where it was mm. since the civil rights movement. Yeah, it never got to that point until COVID. Because all these people are just sitting in their house, not doing anything, yeah. have nothing to do but think up stupidest shit they can think of and try to get everybody else on board with them, which makes no sense whatever. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I know. Uh, there's a few things I listened to that, and they were talking about that... Uh, all these people during COVID. Okay, so here's why, according to the one thing I listened to, they say this is why the Republicans are taking over the working class. Because used to be working class was Democrats, right? Uh, so now they're saying the Republicans are taking over because... Uh, Okay, so, like, all these people during COVID that were sitting in their house, 
and working from home, which, like, here in rural America, we can't do that, right? Right, yeah, I was going to work. <laughs> right, like, anyway. Work, work. What? A, yeah, every day. Yeah, right? I passed the billboard sign on the freeway that said, do not leave your home in case of an emergency. Mm-hmm. Or unless emergency. But I was going to work. Because yeah. I was, uh, what they call it? Essential. essential. I was an essential worker. <laughs> right. I was too. Um, anyway, never missed a day of work. Uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, they were saying that uh, all these people that can do that, they're all kind of getting to where they're probably elitist, or at least not maybe necessarily elitist, but they're... Uh, they're uh, like you know they they have the opportunity to work from home, right? You know, and you know they have internet; they can do their job from home or whatever. And yeah, that's not that's not a thing for most of the country. No. That's a thing for a small, well, I don't know about a small, but it's a minority anyway. Right. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, yeah, they, yeah, and then they, they do that, they can do that, and then they can, like you said, post crap about freaking racism or, or, yeah, because they're sitting at home and they don't have anything to yeah, do. COVID misinformation that Joe Rogan says or whatever, right. you know. <laughs> um, well, here's the thing. So I, I, I watched my children be virtually taught from home. No, I know, right? Right. And let me tell you something. Those kids weren't doing schoolwork the whole freaking day. Okay. Right. They were goofing off and doing stuff they weren't supposed to be doing, and that's because nothing was happening on their computer. At yeah. that time, right? Well, yeah. What do you What do you think is going to happen? That's like sending a bunch of people to work, and there's no bosses. You think anything's going to get done? No, <laughs> nothing's going to get done. <laughs> period. <laughs> you know, I I mean, get out of here. It's just ridiculous. This this whole work from home, uh, you know, go to school from home, do whatever. It, it, it's a joke. Nobody's benefiting from it except for the people that own the company, basically. Because then they can cut out their offices. They don't have any electric. They don't have any whatever. Their employees are using their own computers. They're using their own internet service. Right. You know? Yeah. Why wouldn't these companies want that? Why wouldn't the teacher? Why wouldn't these schools want it? They get, they, they're getting rid of all their overhead. Yeah. Hear that? Mm-mm. Did I touch my phone? Nope. I just grabbed that. That's you what did. I'm saying, man. Fucking cocksucking. <laughs> Quit listening to us. Oh, well, they're always Siri. listening. This thing always like comes up and says like, "I didn't quite get that," and it's like I wasn't even talking to you, phone. Right. <laughs> That's funny. You know, just keep listening. I'll just say something crazy here in a little bit, and then you know, FBI be here. Right. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, though? 
Yeah. You're just talking, and then your phone's like, I didn't quite get that. And it's like, I wasn't even, I didn't even touch my phone. Right. That is weird. Fucking government, dude. I'm telling you, man. They're everywhere. Yeah. I really don't care. <laughs> Hope they listen to every podcast we've ever done. <laughs> uh, obviously, they know where I live because I pay taxes. Screw them. Rule America is going to take over one day. And you guys are going to be the ones paying taxes. How about that? <laughs> right. <clears throat> I'm just saying, if you can call a government job like president and Congress and all these places like servitude jobs where we work for the people of the United States. Well, you know what? You guys are making a hell of a lot more money than most of the United States is per year. So not yeah. too bad. And then you guys get book deals and multi-million dollar de- interviews and yeah. Yeah, I I'm I sure meant, your jobs are just so awful. Yeah, I meant to bring this up <laughs> on the last podcast, but uh yeah, Nancy Pelosi is now on board for uh regulating uh uh government workers buying stocks. Oh, did her husband finally retire? No, I don't think he did. But exactly, because uh, he's not a, re- a government worker, right? But it, what I'm saying is, uh, yeah, she was on board with it because she got a lot of pressure, a lot of a lot of pushback from the last thing we we were talking about, where you know she said that we you know we should be able to participate in that or whatever free market, whatever. Yeah. It's only a free market if you don't know what's happening. But the, there was a bipartisan bill. Democrats and, and Republicans were trying to push through this bill. And she got a lot of pushback or whatever. Actually, she wasn't the she wasn't the most winning person either. Or not her. I'm saying her husband. Wasn't the most. They didn't gain the most money, but they still beat the the markets. Right, uh, but I think the you know there were several other ones that you know I think maybe what five or six people that were even you know better than her as far as doing it that were government workers. Yeah, well, tell me uh, these are the uh, that's where I'm getting at. It's like these politicians have so much power, right? Mm-hmm. They can they can get a hold of somebody from Wall Street, get right. some information, and then just be like, turn it around and be like, I'm telling you, if you ever tell anybody about this, you're going to kill yourself. Jeffrey Epstein style. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then what are you going to do about it? Nothing. Yeah. What are you going to do? Risk your whole life and your whole family's life because you, you blew the whistle on some politicians? No. The average person would not do that. Right. The average person is not going to whistleblow if you threaten them and their family. Like a somebody of high power would do that. Just wouldn't happen. Well, that's for sure. Bring it. I wouldn't either. I'd be like, okay, I'll just crawl back to my house and stay in bed for a few weeks. Yeah, have fun, Skeletor. <laughs> Spending yeah. your money, bitch. <laughs> right. yeah. But I'll have you know. What? 
in the future by the power of Grayskull. <laughs> we will be here one day. <laughs> okay. Say so. Well, she's going to die hopefully one day, right? Well, I can't believe she's running for re-election. Oh, my God. I thought she was stepping down. She I, said she was retiring, well, and then she lied. That was the last I heard, and then I heard like a couple of weeks later that she was going to go ahead and run for re-election. Who in the hell runs for anything when they're 80-something years old? No kidding. Take your goddamn mimosa, sit on your deck, enjoy the rest of your shitty little life you have. Right. And how the hell do these politicians live so long? I don't know. Maybe they got good health care. <laughs> Maybe. And we're paying for it. Right. What the hell? And all of us have shit health care. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep, we need to go on a strike of not paying taxes anymore. How about that? Except for the ones that matter. It's like, how about we go on strike where uh, politicians like uh, Nancy Pelosi and then they only make 60 grand a year, period. No, I think they make 100. What was it? No, 250. Yeah, 250 or something. I think, I think, uh, why do they need that much money to do nothing? Fauci's the most, uh, he makes the most out of any government employee, I think. And Fauci? Yeah, he makes like 300 and. What eighty something uh, thousand a year? Or yeah, but like he he makes some pretty big lies. Well, not only that, he he also has patents on crap, and you know, probably stolen patents. Of course, he sets public policy also, <clears throat> which is conflict of interest. They can pay me a dollar a year, and I will set public policy. Okay, how about this? You give me a dollar, I go on TV. I say, guess what? You need to do. Live your life. Screw the government. They shouldn't tell you what to do with your life. Have a good day in the end of press conference. Right. <laughs> Which is true. Yeah. Government should have anything to do with your personal life. It's no. very weird that we've we we started traveling down that rabbit hole where someone can tell you what to do personally. With your life. That's totally wrong. It's totally unconstitutional. It's totally just absurd. And then it's more absurd that you got people that follow along with that. That are like, listen to the government. Right. They know what we need to do. Listen to science. Yeah, listen to the science. science well, let me tell you something. Wrong let me times. tell you something. Uh, the government and science. Shit, Sorry. Um, just a few hundred years ago, said there was witches, and we should drown them and hang them. Right. Because of witchcraft. Salem. Mm -hmm. 1692. Look it up, kids. Okay? That was science, and that was religion, and that was government back then. Hey, would you be fine with that now? And this is no joke, and I'm not putting anybody down over this or anything, because I believe if you live here, you should be able to do what you want. But these young kids that run around now with uh, blue hair and green hair and piercings all over themselves and everything else, right? They would have been the ones. Drowned. You think so? Hung. Burnt the stake. Yeah, for sure. 
I would have too. I got all kinds of tattoos all over me. I would have. I would have been one of you too. Absolutely. Guaranteed money on it. And the devil doesn't even look at the tattoos he has on his body. You know. Well, if I didn't, and they'd be like, I just like tattoos, <laughs> and then they'd be like, Nope, there's no such thing as liking that. You're going to hell, Mister. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> Obviously, I made poor life choices. <laughs> well, if I didn't have the podcast with you, I'd throw you in a river. Well, I can swim, so I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I follow the science. I mean, science changes every day, so. Yeah. Well, now, uh, no, not only there are they saying the science has changed as, as far as COVID goes, but uh, not only are they saying science has changed, they're saying reality has changed. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> All right, well, we don't have to talk about COVID that much. Uh, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Uh, did you hear about Prince Andrew? No, you can't get away with that, Randy. I'm what? not going to let oh, you get away with this. Okay. What do you mean reality's changed? That's what I've heard. Okay, well. That, that, that's the uh, left-wing view, I guess. Reality and the science have both changed. That's what. That's what they said... Whenever the Democratic states, what was it, eight of them, or seven or eight, come out and did away with all their all their COVID stuff, and they said that the uh, science and reality has changed. I don't understand how reality changes. I'm just saying that's what I've heard. Not saying it's well, true. another aspect of Dewey. Sorry. Um, this clip is like five minutes long, and I'm not exactly sure where this picks up. But it's, you said reality or whatever, and I, and I seen this clip the other day. Um, so, get this. This is according to a NASA scientist and astronaut as, as well. Do you know why we have not been back to the moon, Randy? No, I don't know why. Because that technology is gone. That's what he says. How in the hell does technology disappear? We went there in the 60s. Yeah, and now we can't do it now. And we because the technology is just not there anymore. Did you, uh, according, uh, well, I don't know. This is something I heard when I was a kid. I don't know if it's true. Did you know they were trying to land on the moon? Well, I mean, okay, this is something I heard. Don't know if it's true or not. They kept trying to land on the moon before they actually did it. And then um, I had this dude that was a neighbor of mine that said, you know, they had to go back and uh, they uh, took a page out of the Bible where it said the earth stood still for one day. Yeah. And then they put that into their formula to land on the moon. And that's that's how they ended up landing on the moon. Oh, really? Don't know if that's true or not. 
This is what the dude told me. <clears throat> I'm not saying it's true at all. Right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying this is ridiculous to say that the technology doesn't exist anymore. That's weird. When we're in the most technical, technological advanced society ever who has ever existed, supposedly, right? And I say supposedly with quotation marks in the air because that's what we've been told. Well, I know I've, I've heard a lot of, like, uh, people talk about the, um, you know, space program and stuff. And if, if uh, we, they're saying that if, you, if we could have continued NASA with the same stuff that we had or whatever, then we would be a lot farther along. But anyway, so they discontinued that and they they've been actually what what do you call it uh just uh you know contracting it out right now with uh what elon musk and whoever bezos or whoever i don't know but you know you know the uh space station space station uh the space station that's pretty much a done deal now that's gonna crash I'm sure. Yeah, they're they're talking about taking it down. How are they going to take it down? They're going to take it down in the ocean. That's what I heard. Don't you ever, know. You ever think we're not even living in a real world reality? Yeah, it's yeah, it's a matrix. I mean, when you listen to people that are scientists and astronauts say, "Oh, we can't go back to the moon," because we don't have that technology anymore. That sounds preposterous. And then you got yeah. When we had it in the sixties, in the supposedly, 60s. supposedly, <laughs> up for debate. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, it's totally up for debate. I just wish I could find this so we could play it on the show. The freaking so annoying, dude. I find these fucking things, and then they, they're gone. And then it's very annoying, but... I mean, that was his thing. Was We just don't have technology anymore to do that. I thought, what a load of crap. There's no way. We have cameras the size of pinheads. Right. You know? And you're telling me we can't get back to the moon? What we did in the 60s is totally fine. No way. Allegedly. Has anybody ever even been to space? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or are they just up there cruising like right in the, like the Jeff Bezos and them like little... <laughs> the wind shadow thing. Yeah, the old wind shadow. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, oh my God, my phone's floating. And then it's like, yeah, well, we got to go back down now because shit's getting dangerous. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. I I tend to believe that we did go to the moon, and I tend to believe that we did go to space. Uh, it's my theory, but uh, or my belief. But anyway, believe whatever you want. I mean, there's a lot of conspiracy uh, theories out there. So, well, yeah. 
There's all kinds of conspiracy theories out there. So, it, I don't know. I don't think we're ever going to know. Right, Randy? Probably not. I think not. this is things that you have to be, like, part of to know. You think, uh, do you think Elon Musk is in the know? I mean, he's trying to get us to Mars. No. I absolutely don't think he is in the know. I don't think so. Um, reason being, uh, this was back before when he was trying to do the SpaceX and Mars and all that thing. Right. And uh, I guess uh, um, Neil Armstrong, or Neil Armstrong, sorry. All the astronauts, right, mm-hmm. were totally against him doing it. Really? Yeah. There's an interview where he, like, gets teary-eyed and everything. Elon Musk does. Because, like, those were, like, he said his heroes or whatever, and they were all like, no, you don't need to do that. Don't try to do that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that. <clears throat> I don't know what this interview says, but I'm I'm willing to risk it because I want to know what it says. You want to listen to it real quick? Okay. How long is it? A couple minutes. But this is... We'll see what happens here. Maybe. So, if... I, I don't mean to get morbid on you, but if you had died on the moon... Yeah. Were we ready for that here in America? Here on Earth? Every president, every speechwriter, a staff, and a staff writer to the president would, of course, prepare in the event some... Disaster unfolded, like Challenger accident. Uh, And it's not surprising me at at all that one would do that. But it kind of, not shocks, but it brings people into the reality. So I have some of those words that were prepared in case Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong would be stranded on the moon, still alive, but we would know they would ultimately die. These I, words were written for President Nixon, and he never had to read them, but they exist, and they are in his presidential They talk archive. about this on Bob and Tom. Yeah, they, Fate mm-hmm. has ordained that the men who went to the moon to explore in peace will stay on the moon to rest in peace. Oh my God. These brave men, Neil Armstrong and Edwin Aldrin, know that there is no hope for their recovery, but they also know that there is hope for mankind in their sacrifice. These two men are laying down their lives in mankind's most noble goal, the search for truth and understanding. That's truth and understanding. Something we still just don't have here on planet Earth. Isn't that weird? It's weird. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Screw the moon. I want to know what's going on here. Yeah, I think we need to figure this out first before we... Yeah. Actually, no reason why we haven't been back to the moon since the 1960s. Unless it was fake. I don't know. But anyway, there's no reason why we shouldn't be... But uh, I would say uh, 
Yeah, we need to figure out this crap down here first. Right. Really. I, I think we need to do all that before we even attempt the, uh, you know, doing the space stuff anymore. That's my uh, point of view. But anyway. Well, yeah, it's crazy. So here's what I, um, <clears throat> according to internet search, how long have human beings been here? 200,000 years. Okay. And we still haven't figured that out. Right. How's that possible? People are complicated. (laughs) (laughs) I get that. (laughs) Right. I I just find it... uh, I just find it amazing that we as a whole species can't come together on one thing. Not one. Well... I think that was the whole thing with World War Two, right? So we had one common enemy. And then that's why we had the what do you call it? The Cold War. Whatever. So the United States had a common enemy. It's just it's just really more complicated now because there's a whole lot more information out there now. So we don't know what they were being told back then. You know, could have been the same kind of crap back then, you know, from the mainstream corporate news or whatever. Who knows? But who knows? I mean, just like the thing with Russia and Ukraine, right? You know how I'd like to talk to you? What? People that are in Ukraine right now. That's where the source is. Right. That's what, that's the people who really know what's going on. The people that are, not the news, the people that are living there. Yeah, yeah. Where are they at? Why aren't they being interviewed? Um, there's some people actually doing that. Actually, that came out a few weeks ago. Uh, and then, like the leader of Ukraine, like I think I talked about it on the last podcast, but uh, leader of Ukraine said. You know, stop all this. You know, talking about United States and and uh, you know UK and all right, that. Yeah. Stop doing all this stuff. You're making all this worse <clears throat> than what it really is. And right. then, like we found out that uh, I'm sure we are making it worse, right? For the warmongers. Yeah, we're making it good for them. Yeah, worse for us. Worse for us, good for warmongers who <clears throat> probably every single, well, probably the president, his family, uh, a lot of other government families probably have stakes in these warmonger companies. Oh, that, I'm sure. That make weapons and tanks and arms and all the stuff. Right. That's another, th- that's another reason that <coughs> guns in the U.S. will never go away. Now, I'm not saying as far as regular citizens, but will weapons ever go away? No, it's too much money. It's like uh, it's like if somebody came out and uh, set up a 
fucking tent with shots and they said, you know, here's all this information I have. Um, here's all the all the patients that I've dealt with. Here's ten thousand people that have cured a cancer with this. And the government's gonna shut their life down. Well, Biden said he's gonna cure cancer now, so that's great. Right. Did you see that? Yeah, I heard it. I heard something like that. It's a pretty bold statement, dude. Was it mRNA vaccine, right? I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. We'll see. He ain't gonna cure shit. He can't even cure COVID. Yeah. You wanna yeah. know the truth? I think they have a cure for cancer. It's just too much money being made off of cancer. Good point. It's possible. I mean, you gonna make more money curing, like uh, treating something. You gonna make more money curing it. Well, you're obviously, you're gonna make more money treating it. Well, that's the whole thing. Uh, the whole thing with the big pharma, right? So they would rather have. Okay, so the United States is. Okay, so okay, so the United States and New Zealand are the only two countries that allow pharma countries or pharma. Big Pharma to run commercials in their countries. And anyway, the rest of the world doesn't do that. So, yes, they do have an interest because it is better to have... Okay, so that's why we've been so bad on COVID. Because they would rather keep you pulling along instead of... Instead of making your life actually better by, you know, getting some exercise, getting some vitamin D, uh, you know, living a good life, they would rather keep you on pharmaceuticals. Like, right, yeah, well, yeah. Like, like say, that an, money coming say, in. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. You know, you get antidepressants, you know. You know, I'm on blood pressure medicine, too. I mean, I can't complain. I mean, I can't really... Speak about it. I mean, you know, but it does run in my family. But anyway, uh, you know, that kind of crap. Um, you know, you get all that. But it's it's better for them to string you along. They make a whole lot more money off of it. If they string you along, and then when you get old enough to where you're going to go on Medicare, then you die. Well, yeah. Or you get, you know, well, maybe you might stick around for a couple of years, but then eventually you're off of it. Right. And here's my thing, too, as far as pharma, right? Big pharma. Mm-hmm. Um, why are, okay, so why are we, especially here in America, because it's huge, it's rampant, right? Why are we as a nation so mentally ill? Where we have so many people with depression, we have so many people with anxiety, we have so many people with, you know, all these things. I don't understand. None of this shit used to exist at one point in time. There was no such thing as somebody with uh, schizophrenia, or there was no such thing as uh, people with anxiety or depression, or whatever, you know. 
Right. I don't know. I can, a lot of people argue and say I don't, I don't have an answer. I'm 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 just saying like we got you know, we said before, you know. Uh you think it's something the We're we're just weak people. I think I think uh I think we're just a brainwashed society. Brainwashed and weak just because we're just like, you know, marshmallows, you know. Right, consuming well, uh, chips and shit, and then well, yeah, and then you got also, um, you got okay, so you got all these magazines telling uh, not men, men don't follow these as much, I don't think, but women definitely do. Like all these magazines that tell women like how they should look and how they should dress, and you know, and then if they look in the mirror and they don't feel like they follow up to this thing they're reading, then they're depressed about it. Right? Right. But then I feel like us as men also look at these women in magazines and on TV and all this stuff. And, like, we look at a woman like maybe that's how they should be. And then we don't have that. And then that makes us depressed as well. Instead of just being happy with yourself and happy who you're with. You ever think that? Yeah. Yeah, I've thought about it before. Maybe we're just a brainwashed society. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. It's a good point. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying, like, uh, coming from a regular guy from rural America... You look at a supermodel in a magazine, TV, however you want. Technically, those, yeah, they look good. Don't get me wrong. They're also probably starving themselves or bulimic or they have some disorder. They have people telling them what they can and can't eat. They have people telling them what they can and can't do. And then I have a regular wife. Who's a great mom, great wife. No, she doesn't look like that supermodel on TV. But I guarantee that supermodel on TV isn't half the woman my wife is. Right. Yeah, I agree with you there. So, what would I rather have? I'd rather have my wife, technically. Right. That's what I mean. People are... Don't let yourself get brainwashed on, and and women too. Like you know, you guys look at these magazines with these or on TV with these guys with the abs and the chest and the arms and all this shit or whatever. Well, yeah, yeah, those those dudes look great. I wish I looked like one of them dudes. You know, technically, mm-hmm. wish I was all fit and ripped and cut up, but I'm not. I'm just a fat dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't care that I look like that, you know what I mean? But I'm also not some piece of shit, neither. Right. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I, um... I just think it's overall... We're all brainwashed in one way or another. And we can all find our way out of it, if we choose to. 
Yeah, there you go. That's what I think. Just trying to make the world a better place, like Randy says. Right. <laughs> Don't be brainwashed by media, magazines, and society telling you who you need Shoot. to find in life. How many magazines are there anymore? Oh, my God. Too many to mention, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't think so anymore. Well, maybe not. Yeah, you're. I guess you're right. Probably not. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'd rather, uh, like you said, rather have my wife than some body that's uh like you know superficial and worried about you know their looks or whatever all the time and you know what I'm saying well yeah i mean <clears throat> shit man i mean what do you want to worry about in life like do you, you're do you remember living your life or do you want to worry about nut job stuff well like back in the what was it um, back in the day, right, they used to have paintings of, you know, most of the women they painted were heavier women. And that was, what, it was, uh, that was what was preferred back then. Right. I'm not going to lie, I like my own with curves. Yeah, yeah, I do too, actually. <laughs> I mean, if you if you take a skinny, a real skinny woman and you take me, and we start rubbing together, we're probably going to start a fire. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I'm no, I mean, I am, I like to refer to myself, I tell my wife all the time, I'm a skinny fat guy. Okay? <laughs> right. I got small legs, then you go up a little bit, I got the old belly. I got probably an A cup, titties. <laughs> and then my arms are kind of small. So, yeah, I'm a skinny fat man. That's what I like to refer to myself <laughs> as. Right, okay. <laughs> there you go. But, yeah, if you took two skinny people rum together, you're going to start fire, maybe. It's too much friction. You need some sweat and some sliding around going on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, th- I think I might have took this too far, but Yeah, you fine. might have. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get ready to end of the show, and to end the show, I'm going to give a shout-out to TCW Wrestling. That's all right, Triple Crown Wrestling. And Friday, March 11th, 2022, at the old Ferguson Gym, they're going to have, uh, oh, they're going to have some things going on there. If you want some autographs from, from special wrestlers, only one wrestler do I personally know, and I'm sure Randy will know this person too, Bushwhacker Luke. You remember the Bushwhackers? Yeah, I do. He will be there. Oh, really? Yep, Bushwhacker Luke will be there. Friday, March 11th, 2022 at the Old Ferguson Gym. 540 Highway, 3057 Somerset, Kentucky. Door opens at 4.05 p.m. and bell time is at 6.05. So obviously they're having some wrestling as well. Which is awesome. So general admission is $10.00. Royal Court, $12, and King's Corner, 15 I'm just saying, I would personally like to go down there just to get the Bushwhacker autograph. Right. 
Because that would be immaculate. Because I remember these guys. Didn't he have the two before or something? No, before? that was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, that was Hacksaw Jim Yeah. Okay. These two were the tag team partners. Oh, okay. The Bushwhackers. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. That too. Okay. Right. Yeah. So if you, so if you guys. I mean, even if you live out of state, you don't live in Kentucky, I'm telling you. This, go meet the Bushwhacker, dude. Right. I would love to go. If, if I have the time to go, I'm not going to lie. I might go. <laughs> Just because. <laughs> I do want to meet that guy for sure. The other guys are uh, Myron Reed, Gary Valentine, uh, Johnny Swinger, and Sal Renard. I'm just saying. I'm excited about the Bushwhacker, personally. Right, right. That's old school wrestling right there. Jerry Swinger doesn't sound like a good guy to me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's Johnny Swinger. Oh, Johnny Swinger. I, miss, okay, I misspoke. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> Johnny Swinger on this uh, poster I'm looking at right now, he kind of looks like, uh, man, what the hell was it? Jimmy the Hitman Hart? Oh, okay. With a bandana on. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Sorry, Johnny. I'm just. <laughs> so he's a skinny fat dude too, right? Uh, he looks pretty ripped, to be <laughs> honest. <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. He looks. Well, Cherry Hart was. Rip, but he had a little weight on his belly. Yeah, he looks he looks like he could well, he looks like he could kick my ass, so I'm not gonna say too much. He'll come creeping up in rural America and sneak out of the bushes and power drive <laughs> me into the dirt or something crazy. But uh yeah, definitely uh I'm telling you, I really want to go to this because I wanna meet Bushwhacker Luke. But uh yeah, I'm Friday, March eleventh, two thousand twenty-two, at the Old Ferguson Gym. Um, you can go to our Facebook page as well if you want to look at that and check that out. As far as getting the information, and then we want to give a shout out to obviously United States, United Kingdom, Germany, Singapore, India, Canada, Thailand, Jamaica, Poland, Philippines, Australia, Belgium. Norway, Indonesia, Italy, Israel, Uruguay, Japan, Taiwan, and Hungary. We all appreciate you guys listening every week. Um, Don't forget about Lake Cumberland Speedway. There you go, Randy. Go for it. Yeah, Lake Cumberland Speedway. I'm sure it's starting to get warmer now, so they're probably going to have some stuff starting up. I will let you guys know. Yep, Randy will keep you posted with the uh, Lake Cumberland Speedway news. I know he's going to be getting, uh, he's probably going to be getting all kinds of text messages and emails and who knows what he's going to be getting yeah, from I'm sure that. I will. <laughs> um, but yeah, we appreciate everybody listening every week. Uh, we're surprised that we found ourselves still on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Oh, we right. haven't got canceled yet. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Um, actually, uh, I think. Thirty-seven percent of our listeners are from Apple Podcasts. Is that right? Yeah, so that's kind of nice. We appreciate you guys as well. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, we hope you guys enjoy the show every week. I know we uh, we do some news, we do some bullshit, we uh, talk do some of, crazy yeah, stuff. We, every, every yeah, now we and then. talk about some crazy stuff. Sean, myself. Drop some f bombs every once in a while. I'm trying to clean it up. I think I've cleaned it up since the beginning of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, you're doing so a lot better. That's for sure. I'm trying to because hey, 
hey, I love you guys, and I want you to keep listening. Go ahead, Randy. Well, I was just going to say, can I say this? So, okay, so for the last couple of years, I've had this deer running around the house, and it used to have some babies a couple of years ago that was across the road. I went over there, saw them, you know, didn't see the mama the mama deer, but actually, uh, uh, I just went out the other morning, and uh, saw them in my backfield. The mom and the two two babies. Or, oh, really? Well, they were you know they're they're uh, what adolescents now. The two other ones. <laughs> Yeah, saw him back there in the backfield. It was kind of cool. Took the dog out. He didn't see him at first. I seen him right away. He didn't see him at first. And then uh, <laughs> took him back to the back, and then he had already hunched over to do his business. So he could, he, when he saw him, he was doing that. And then he, he took off, like, back to the backfield. And then... Uh, They'd already taken off since then, or you know, before right. he before he got done. But yeah, I I thought that was pretty cool. So I still got the still got the three deer running around my house. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. So uh, last things last, I'm going to give you guys a. <clears throat> this goes for the men because I don't think women do this. Um, I'm just going to give you a, you men a tip. Uh, if your wife, girlfriend. Uh, significant other, what do you want to call, whatever you want to call them. Um, if you decide to drink too much, they go to bed, you decide to masturbate on the couch, make sure that you don't pass out while you're doing it. <laughs> right. Okay. Cause they'll find you with your, uh, belt buckle on the floor, your dick in your hand, and then you'll be in big trouble. I'm just saying. <laughs> just, just, okay. Right. That's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I would just say this. I, I listened to Tim Dillon's podcast earlier and he was making fun of the whole Ukraine Russia thing and he was like oh my god you know you know Putin doesn't like you know gay people or whatever right and he goes you know there's these two people that are non-binary and they wanted to go to the Olympics and then so anyway he was making fun of this whole deal but he was like uh, well that's where the United States step in and we're going to nuclear war, so those two non-binary people can go to the Olympics, <laughs> and we're going to go to nuclear war over it. Well, <laughs> which Tim Dillon, if you don't know, yeah, he's pretty freaking hilarious, and but, he's gay. I mean, yeah, he, he, he is gay. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he makes fun of gay people all the time. Yeah, he does all the time, and he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh look! Anyway. My phone. Look. Okay, oh, there you go. No, I'm serious. Look, look at this thing. It's bouncing around. I told you, man. See this fucking goddamn thing. <laughs> Fuck off. That's pretty funny. Isn't that weird? It's pretty weird. I'm telling you, man. They're trying to, the, yeah, they're trying to get in here on rural America. I'm going to stop bringing that piece of shit down here. Yeah, we're going to put it in Ziploc bags. Put, yeah, put aluminum them, foil. We're going to have to wear tinfoil hats. Yeah, right. Put <laughs> so I can't the, read my thoughts. I was just thinking about just putting, putting them in Ziploc bags and putting them in the freezer. Maybe I'll you put them in my work? prison pocket. 
Okay. You know what that is? No. It's your asshole. Okay. I heard that when I worked at that prison that one time. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This guy yelled down the hall, Hey, you better hide that thing in your prison pocket. (laughs) I said, prison pocket? And he's like, yeah, his ass. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Classic. All right. right, you ready to end it? Yeah, let's go. All right, we're going to get off here because... Randy's getting embarrassed now. Yeah, I'm starting to. And we love you guys, and thank you for listening, and we will be back next week, like always, coming back like the hurt knees. (laughs) 